Justin Trudeau was questioned why he demanded a gender-balanced cabinet, he immediately shot back, because it's 2015. Whew, that's clever, at least by CBC standards. That was the prime ministerial equivalent of, duh, as in all right-thinking people have long since rejected merit as the basis for filling arguably the most important positions in government. I mean, no need to talk about it. Too bad, because I know a dozen highly accomplished women who find the PM's attitude condescending, and an insult to the army of highly accomplished women whose achievements include being lawyers, doctors, CEOs, accountants, broadcasters, entrepreneurs, all the result of hard work, dedication, and brains, not their gender. What's interesting is that the vast majority of these people are younger, and they feel totally confident in being able to achieve whatever they choose. And at the risk of being politically incorrect, they don't feel like victims. But their talent is marginalized with demands like those by Vision Vancouver's Andrea Reimer, who wants all municipal advisory boards and committees made up of at least 50% women. I mean, not a big surprise, given that Ms. Reimer has made it clear that she thinks that ultimately all civic issues come down to gender. But are these committees so unimportant that they don't require the most talented people available, regardless of like ethnicity or religious affiliation or gender? And are women the most underrepresented group in politics? I mean, that's a tough sell, given that BC, Alberta, and Ontario all have female premiers that achieve their success without gender rules. My own take is that the challenges facing all three levels of government, I mean, poverty, homelessness, financial sustainability, the environment, unemployment, well, they all require the most talented, innovative thinkers available. My name is Mike Campbell. Join me Saturday for Money Talks.